0: Sometimes I think about what the end is going to be. But I want the church to know tonight I'm not going to turn around. I've been on this journey for 36 years. And I'm not tired yet. In fact, we're going to sing a song in a few minutes that said, I don't feel no ways tired every time somebody asks me and said what you're gonna do after 36 years, where you going from here? You know what I tell them? I believe I run on. See what?
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it is our weekly food for the soul Bible study session where Dr. Moore will talk about a topic. He will preach and teach the word of God like none other. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight you will be spiritually fixed for the next seven days. Get out to KJVs, the NLVs, your your living water bibles. Any Bible you have that preaches and talks about the word of God, grab the Bible and let's follow along with Dr. Moore. Let us learn more and more. of the Lord and his goodness and his mercy. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is tonight to give us the unadulterated truth. God bless.
1: God bless you tonight in Radio Land, and thank you, my announcer tonight, for bringing us on tonight. It's to bring you, amen, the word of God, amen, using it for food, for thoughts tonight. It will, amen, feed you if you Praise the Lord. Listen to the word of God. The Bible says, amen, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. So amen. We living on the word of God. Amen. Uh, In this generation and time, praise the Lord, that we have. Thank God for you tonight in Radio Land. We're going right into the word of God tonight. Amen, and we are going to, praise the Lord, come from the book of uh, St. Matthew tonight, praise the Lord, chapter 25, and I will read you, amen, some of the following verses. Matthew, amen, chapter 25, and then verse 1 says, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins which took their laps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom were delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, behold, the bridegroom is coming, go out to meet him. Then all these virgins arose and they trimmed their lamps, and the holy says to the wise, give us some of your oil, for our lamp has gone out. But the wise answer says, "Not so. lest there shall not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourself." And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready. Went in with him in, to the wedding and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and says, Assurance, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore. For you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. i read you down to the 13th verse uh, from the 25th chapter of the book of St. Matthew. And we are going to talk tonight, amen, about this parable of the ten virgins. We find, praise the Lord, that uh, this is a very unique parable. As mentioned, amen, in the corporate, many different views has been taught through the year on the subject of prophecy, and this is especially true concerning the parable of the Ten Virgins. So again, I encourage you, amen, to lay aside your preconceived ideals, which we will take a first look at this end time problem as we investigate the prophetic word of God. Put on your spiritually ears and eyes tonight, Amen, as we journey through the word of God tonight. Listen, then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins. We're talking about end time prophecy. Amen, as we, amen, uh, attempt to explain uh, the ten virgins. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their last, and they went forth to meet the bridegroom. They went out to meet the bridegroom, all ten virgins. And they were, and, and they, they were, that they were foolish to their left and took no oil with them. But the wives took oil in their vessels with their left. And while the bridegroom tarried they all slumbered and they slept. And at midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom come, go ye out to meet him. Then all those birds of the rose and trimmed their laps. Matthew 25, 1 through 7. These are three keys that are very beneficial to understand this parable. There are three keys, Amen, that are very beneficial to understand these parables. First note that all ten were called virgin. All ten of them were called virgin. Secondly, they all had lamps while they waited for the bridegroom. Thirdly, none of the ten virgins in this parable were the bride. The reason for the marriage was that the bridegroom already had a bride. This is end time prophecy, amen, that we are attempting to explain tonight. Many have assumed that the five wise virgins represented the bride of Christ. But none of the ten virgins represents the bride. None of the ten virgins represents the bride. They were friends of the bridegroom or children of the bride chamber, as mentioned in Matthew 9 and 15. However, the five wise virgins, do seem to represent the body of Christ, which is identified in the scripture as a man and not a bride. In the Jewish wedding, the bridegroom usually arrives around midnight. Some one accomplished the bridegroom would run ahead and cry out, behold, the bridegroom comes. They then would arise and they would trim their lamps, gone out and they would go out to meet him and accomplish him to the bride place. In this problem, they all had lamps. Evident, they all were burning at one time. Because the unwise version says, our lamps are gone out. And I want to say to you tonight in Radio Land, don't let your lamp go out. Keep your lamp burning in this wicked generation that we're living in. Make sure your lamp is burning. The five foolish virgins have failed to prepare for the bridegroom coming. That is a man saying right now to us: there are many that is confessing Christianity they have failed to prepare for the bridegroom coming. Don't be that way tonight, amen. Make sure, make sure you are prepared and you are looking for Jesus is to come. We don't know the minute, uh we don't know the hour when the Son of Man gonna come, but we are looking, we are expecting Jesus is to come because he said he was gonna come. The foolish said unto the wise, "Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. We don't. We don't have no light. We don't. We don't. We, we don't have no uh, light anymore." Remember that Jesus said when he was here on earth, he said, "I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world." But when he got ready to leave, he said, Ye are the light of the world. That means every born again Christian, every virgin that Jesus has redeemed from sin, you are the light of the world. You are a city that sits up on a hill and cannot be hidden. But the wise answer to this says, Not so. Lest there not be enough for us and you. I don't have, I don't have enough. Oil in my vessel is a gift to anybody else. All the oil that I have, all the blessings that I have, I got to keep that for myself. I said, but go, ye rather, to them that sell and buy for yourself. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. Listen, church, while they went to buy, while they went to make preparation is to get ready, the bridegroom came. While many a man is idle and foolish and carnal minded today, you have lost your oil. And when the the times you make up your mind that I really want to serve you, it may be too late. Make sure you keep oil in your vessel. And they that went were ready, went into the marriage, and the door was shut. Matthew 25, 8 through 10. The door was shut. When Jesus shut the door, nobody can open the door. When Jesus shut the door, when, Amen, Noah. Had built the ark and, and had preached 120 years, Amen, Amen. And, and, and it waned for 40 days and 40 nights. Jesus shut the door. No man is able to open the door after Jesus shut the door. Don't let the door be shut on you. These verses leave no doubt that this problem is revealing an end time event. He's letting us know, amen, that we're living in end time. Right as we are listening tonight and amen, reading our Bible, we're living in end time. An event for which some have failed to make preparation. Everybody have not made preparation, amen, for the coming of Jesus Christ. Remember that there was, amen, ten virgins. Five of them were wise and five of them were foolish. Have you made preparation tonight? Have you made preparation for Jesus Christ to come? Are you living in an element that no matter when he come, or what time he comes, you've done made preparation that you're going back with him. A story clearly parallels the catching away of a church. Amen. Well, amen. We, we're going to be snatched out of this old world. The church is going to be snatched out. Many times we use the word rapture, but we're going to be snatched out of this old world. And and what's so bad about it? We don't know when we're going to be snatched out. Are you living a life that ever when it is? But I tell you what, we know that is very soon. Ever when it is, amen, we will be able, amen, is to be snatched out, amen, of this old world. The church, amen, is for the marriage supper of the Lamb. We are going to celebrate. We got a wedding to go to, amen. Are you prepared to go to the wedding supper of the Lamb? which will take place in heaven during the same time as the great tribulation is on earth, amen, the church is going to be in heaven, the body of Christ. All of those that are prepared right now and continue to be prepared is going to be with Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's not and beat up ourselves, amen, down here on earth, amen, because Jesus said, I go away to prepare a place for you. And where I am, there ye may be also. In my Father's house, there are many mentioned, and if it was not so, I wouldn't have told you. The Lord has went away to prepare a place for his children. Now, during the snatching away, amen, um, the church out of this old earth Praise the Lord Amen It's going to be the beginning of a tribulation Amen That is coming up on the earth We have not seen anything As what we are going to see Trouble is going to be It's already but Amen it, it, It's going to uh, 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 Be supported more and more by we've seen catastrophic things all over the face of the earth, by nature, and by people sinning and doing wrong, and I want to say, man, in this parable, I want you to realize hey, amen, I don't care what man say and how it's going to be. there is not going to be peace up on this earth. Until everybody recognizes the Prince of Peace, and that is Jesus Christ. But according to the word of God, that doesn't seem like that's going to happen. We're going to be caught up into heaven. We we will escape the wrath of God. The church is going to escape the wrath of God. That will be pulled out on the earth during the seven-year period. Period of tribulation Revelation 4 and 1 Read it Revelation 5 and 9 Read it 1 Thessalonians 4 16 and 17 The church is going to be Out of here Are you looking for Jesus At any minute Or any hour Right now, there is not anything, amen, no miracle or no incident, amen. It's to take place, Is to keep Jesus from coming right now. And you lay down at night. Are your conscience clear that if you don't wake the next morning, you know you can be going back with Jesus. You prepare yourself every day of your life. You're denying this old flesh. Young people, young people, let me speak this to you. I know, amen, young people, you don't want to crucify your old flesh. You want your flesh to be alive so you can do the things, amen, that is not pleasing unto God. But if you are a believer in Jesus, crucify your flesh. Hold on to Jesus because he's about to come. He's about to come. It is evidence from verse ten that half of those warning for the bridegroom they were not prepared at the at the time of his appearance. Half of them wasn't prepared when Jesus getting ready to come back. Half of the people is not going to be prepared. A half of those that are. Confessing Christianity is not going to be prepared to go back with him. Therefore, they were not recognized as a guest for the marriage supper. They wasn't recognized. They didn't look like the saints of God. They didn't act like the saints of God. Verse 11, afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. Now the door was shut. The wise went in. The door was shut. Now here come the foolish to saying, open unto us. Open, open, Lord, Lord. They're recognizing him as Lord. But God shut the door on them. How many of you out there tonight that, He's saying, Lord, Lord, but you're not living the life. The door's going to be shut on you. But he answered and says, Verily or truly I say unto you, I, I, I know you not. I don't know you. Oh, that is a hard saying. Amen. I don't know you. And you honor me as your Lord. You know what I mean? As your creator, and then he gonna say, "I, I, I don't know you." And the reason he says that it is because the lifestyle that they were living, the lifestyle that they were living was not pleasing unto him. They didn't keep his commandment like he told them to keep it. They did what they wanted to do, and then believed, Amen. He was going to accept them in. In, 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 in any kind of condition that they were in. You can't live any kind of way on this earth and they expect, amen, when you die, you're on your way to heaven. I feel so sorry for preachers lying. People die and they be caught in all kind of acts and they die in all kind of ways, but when they lay before amen the preacher many of them not all of them they say oh brother far so's gone on to heaven well let me let me let me tell you something if you are not prepared to meet Jesus when you die and your life is not coming up to his standard you're not on your way to heaven Let me say that again. You are not on your way to heaven. You must plead Jesus. Every one of us must plead Jesus. It's not easy, amen, for the crucified is flesh all the time, but amen, we must plead Jesus. I don't care if you're 99 years old, amen, you still must plead Jesus. And if you're 99 years old, the flesh still can do things that's not acceptable unto the Lord. He said, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man is coming. Matthew 25, 11-13. You don't know the day, children. You don't know the day. You don't know the hour when Jesus is coming. It is significant that the bridegroom says, I know you not. The bridegroom says that. I don't know you. It would be so hurting to me tonight if I would leave this world and I would have to stand before the bridegroom and he would tell me, Mr. Dr. Moore, I don't know you. But if he says that unto me, he have a reason to say it. And that reason was, amen, he told him, I don't know you because of your work or what you were done. What you indicated as being a Christian, it was not of me. I never knew you. I never knew you. From the very beginning, amen, when you started out, I never knew because your heart wasn't right. As is stated in another occasion, In Matthew 7 and 23, when you have time to read that, amen, verse 12 seems to imply, amen, that he had known them at one time. He had known them when they were first started out, when they were all virgins, amen, he knew them. But as, amen, life let us travel on our journey, they fell by the wayside. They didn't keep the ordinances of the Lord like the Lord tell us to do. They thought, amen, they had time, amen, is to do what they want and please the flesh. amen, and get right with the Lord. It don't work that way. That's what they thought was. There is a way that seen righteous unto a man, but then thereof is death. If you are not following Jesus and following him exactly as he says, we should follow him, amen, you're going to end up in hell. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. He did not recognize him as a guest, amen, for the marriage. The Lord is not going to recognize many Amen as a gift for the marriage because Amen, their life, their life they're living don't approve to Him. We all can say we love the Lord, we love the Lord, Lord, I love you, but you got to prove that thing. I love you, and then I go right behind him and do the things that I want to do the to please my flesh. That means I don't love him. And he knows that because he knows your heart. You can't fool the Lord God that you're serving. You can't fool your creator because they were unprepared. They were unprepared. The unprepared people trying to meet their God. The problem being, they had no oil. You can't make it into heaven without oil. They had no oil. And the Bible recognizes it very easy, amen, because he's seen them, amen, and they didn't have no oil in their life. They didn't have no life really of itself. It had no oil. They had no oil. Many of us are walking around here today
2: and we're saying how good
1: the Lord is, and, and, and we don't have no oil. All the oil is leaked out on carnal minded and foolishness, idleness, <clears throat> amen, and doing the thing pleasing the flesh. Our oil that leaked out. Want to be like the world and acting like the world, Amen. Our oil and leaked out, and when you stand before the bridegroom, Amen, he's going to recognize that and say, "Amen, I don't know you." The parable, Amen, probably means they had no oil in which, Amen. This parable represents, Amen, the source of their life. If you don't have no oil, you don't have no light you got to have some oil in order to have some light. Your life ought to be a light unto this dark world. Well, if all your oils are leaked out, you, you can't shine. You can't show no light. This seems to be a, a major problem. <clears throat> Until we do some spiritual investigation, and the matter, then we find it to be a problem of a major consequence. Lord God, please, church, have some oil in your vessel tonight. Amen. Let your light may be shining. Remember Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me on earth, I will be ashamed of you before my Father which is in heaven. I was reading the article Amen. In Canada, I believe it says about 33% amen. Are those people amen? They don't believe in Jesus like they used to believe in Jesus. They don't want the word of God, amen, brought to them. They want to live under the tradition, but they want, don't want biblical teaching. Oh, I am saying amen in this day and I will be living in not only Canada, amen, but all the world. People don't want, believe in salvation anymore. Or just just confess him and, and acknowledge him, and you all right. They don't want to live the life. You got to live this life. You got to live this life, children, in order to get into heaven. You got to live this life. Yes, Jesus paid the price for you, but Amen after paying the price, you got a consequence that you got to commit to. And that's obedience. You got to be obedient unto the commandments of Jesus. Your lamp must be burning. It must be burning when Jesus comes. Your lamp must be burning. Following these scripture reference carefully, for they laid a foundation that will give a better understanding of this parable. Amen. End time prophecy. The spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is is the candle of the Lord, the, amen. God looks on man, and he ought to see a light in man's life. searching all the inner part of the belly. You read that in 5 verse, amen, 20 and 27. If God don't see no light in your life, he knows your life is full of darkness. Are you prepared to meet your God? Are you prepared to meet your Creator? I'm talking about the church now. If you have a Bible, amen. Today we would say it this way The spirit of a man is a light bulb which God used to enlighten man and to bring him out of spiritual darkness. You ought to have a light bulb in your life. Your life ought to reflect some type, uh, not some type, but a light of Jesus Christ. It ought to illuminate, amen, in your life as you speak the word of God, as you, amen, teach the word of God. Your light bulb ought to glow glow brighter and brighter and brighter until it influences somebody. This seems to be indicated of uh, the reborn human spirit. When when you are born again, your life changes. Now you are sitting that sitting on ill, and you cannot be healed. The light of the righteous rejoices. Come on, when you when you got amen, the light, amen, of the righteous you rejoice, but the light of the weakest shall be put out. Proverbs thirteen and nine, amen. The light of, amen of the righteous rejoices, but the light of the weakest shall be put out. That false light, that imitation light. The light that's not real, it's gonna be put out. Only the true light is going to shine. And that is Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ will shine through you and I if we live in life. Now, when the bridegroom comes, the lamp of the five foolish virgins has gone out. When the bridegroom comes, you're going to catch, amen, half of them that started out right, and, oh, my God, in my mind, amen, I am looking, amen, and looking, amen, through a quick review in my life, amen, I know, amen, hundreds of people started out right, started out, amen, giving up everything they had that was not like these, they started out right. They started out giving glory to God, Amen. They started to giving praise to the Lord, but somewhere down the line, they lost their oil. They lost their testimony. They lost their interest in in preaching the gospel. They lost their 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 prayer, uh, uh 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 uh, intercession with God. They lost. Being interested in the matters of the law, and the light has gone out. They don't care about it anymore. But remember, Jesus, I'm the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Jesus, Jesus is the light. The following scripture give us, Amen, a strong indication of the reason why their lamp has gone out. And listen. Verse 3 is uh, that all things were made by him, talking about Jesus Christ. And without him was not anything made that were made. Jesus made everything. Jesus made everything, whether you can accept that or not. Amen. It is the Word of God. And in him were life. You can't find life in nothing else but in Jesus Christ. And the life was a light of man. St. John 1, 3 and 4. And the life was a light of man. When we come to Jesus Christ, amen, we come to light. We were all in darkness until, amen, Jesus come. He was a light and he brought up life through salvation. That's why salvation is so important today. You can't be playing around with salvation. Then Jesus said unto them, yet a little while, is the light is with you. Because he was only supposed to be down here, amen, for just a short while, 33 years, amen. And he was getting ready to get out of here. Yet a little while. is the light with you. Walk while you have the light. Walk in the light. Walk while you have the light. Lest darkness will come upon you. If you don't follow the light of Jesus Christ, you're walk into darkness. That's why the Bible tells us, come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. If people that are in the darkness, amen, trying to say, the Lord, come out from among them. Jesus is coming. For he that walketh in darkness, knoweth not whether he goeth amen, the people that is living an unrighteous life, amen, Christians, amen, and walking and in darkness, and doing the things, amen, that is displeasing to the Lord, they don't know where they are going. And if you follow their pernicious ways, you will go along with them. The blind is leading the blind today, and they both are going to end up in the ditch, While ye have light, believe in the light, that you may be the children of God. St. Like John twelve thirty five and 36. While you have light, believe in the light. Believe in Jesus. Our society today, amen, It's just like the Jews were, amen, uh, in old times. They don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Who is Jesus to you? What is Jesus to you? Well, to me, he is God Almighty. He was uh, manifested in the flesh. He is the light of the world. Jesus Christ was a true light. Every time I read something like that, amen, it makes me think, amen, that there's an imitation behind it, somebody trying to... Amen. Imitate him. Amen. Jesus was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. St. John 1 and 9, the scripture helps us better to understand this statement in Proverbs 13 and 9. The lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Amen. Satan transformed himself into an angel of a light when he get ready. He makes people think, amen, that he is a woman, a man of God. Because, amen, you don't know the real light. Oh, seek the Lord while he may be found. Let's call upon him while he's near. Uh, this poem, amen, is an end time prophecy. The book of Amos and Jeremiah both referred. To Israel as a virgin. Israel, amen, was a virgin unto the Lord. Mean pure and unclean, I mean pure, amen, and clean to the Lord. God is looking for a man, a clean church. And he has to clean the church. You can't clean yourself up. You got to be born again. You got to be changed, amen, and let the Lord clean you. Hear ye this word which I take up against you even in lamentation, O house of Israel. The virgin of Israel is fallen. She she shall no more rise. She is forsaken upon her land. There is none to raise her up. <laughs> For thus says the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and ye shall live. Angels five and one, two, and four. Seek ye me, amen. Are you, you don't fail, but seek me. And I know you were a burden, but you don't you know you don't let Satan come in and planted a seed in your life, and you don't fail from me. But if you seek me, you should find me. And if we seek the Lord, amen, we should live. The prophets of Jeremiah stated again, I will build thee. Amen. Jeremiah tells you, I will build thee. And thou shalt be built. O Virgin of Israel, thou shalt again be adorned with the tamarind, and shall go forward in the dance of them that make mirrors. You will be happy again if you seek me. You go forward, Amen, with the tamarind. You will praise my name. You will dance from me. We don't lost the light, there is no joy amen, in Christian lives hardly anymore. We don't want to dance for the Lord. We don't want to beat the tambourines for the Lord. Oh, the joy of the Lord is our strength.
2: Amen. That's
1: a setup by Satan, amen. He don't want us to use the instruments, amen, and and, and play beautiful and skilled for music, amen, that we, we we can rejoice in the Lord. I can remember, amen, the time, amen, when churches were full of tamarines, amen, and when the Spirit of the Lord would come in, praise the Lord, there is no better sound than hearing the tamarines and seeing the brothers and sisters get out there and dance for the Lord. Where is that joy? They lost the oil. They lost the oil. They lost that anointing. But God said, if you seek him, he'll bring it back to you if you seek him. Set thee up way marks. Make thee high, he. Set thine hard towards the highway. Set a heart uh, up high. Even the way which thou wouldest not would, would turn against. O virgin of Israel. Turn again to the, the city. Turn. Turn. Amen. I'm giving you a chance. <clears throat> Warning comes before destruction, and the Lord is giving the church a chance. Turn. Not tomorrow, but today. Turn. The day that you hear my voice, harden out your heart. And you see, amen. The, the chaos is coming up on the land. Amen. As you see, amen, uh, we are getting, getting getting, ready, amen, to see more destruction, more famines, more pestilence, more earthquakes. And man, get more wicked, amen. We see this turn today. And that's the more I'll be in your vessels. There is no doubt that these prophets, prophetic scripture, are referring to Israel as the virgin, stating that the virgin has failed. My God, when the virgin has failed, what else left? Everything is exposed when the virgin has failed. Then from these verses, it seen obvious. <clears throat> that the five foolish virgins could represent, amen, the Jewish peoples, as well as Gentiles who have not received Christ the Messiah as the true light. However, in a general turn, Matthew 24, 1 and 13 seem to be, in one sense, a problem, a contrast between Jews who has not, receive Christ as their Messiah and the Gentile. However, am, Amen, whether it's G, whether it's uh a Jew or Gentile, Amen, you better have some oil in your left. God so loved the world, not 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 just the, the Jewish nation, but he said he, he loved the world that he gave him only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For the commandment is a lamp. The commandment is a lamp. And the law is light. Keep the commandment. That's a lamp. And the law is a light. Are you keeping the law of the Lord? Are you observing God's law? Are you observing God's commandment? You're taking the word of God, reproof, for instruction? Are you using God's word for reproof and instruction? Ah, the way of life, Proverbs 6 and 23. What a revealing statement. The commandment is a lamp if you keep the if you keep the commandment you're gonna be able to see it's a lamp are you going amen uh, are you going amen blind today don't know which way to go The commandment is a lamp and the law is the light to the jew the law was a was their light. To the Jews, they kept the law. But, you know, the Bible said, for what the law could not do in that it was weak. God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to condemn sin in the flesh. The law was all right back there under the Old Testament. But they couldn't keep it because they needed something inside them. It was not just enough to read the Ten Commandments. Jesus had to come, and He had to die. The light of the world. To the Jew, the light was their life. When Jesus fulfilled the law, it passed away, and their light, their light, went out. When Jesus, amen, poor the Lord, their light went all out. Both David and John made some reveling statement concerning this matter. It said, For thou will light my countenance, the Lord my God. You will light my counsel. You will light my life, the Lord my God. Will enlighten my darkness, Psalm 18 and 28, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The law was good, but the law was a shadow of good things to come. The good thing that came now, we don't need the law. It was a schoolmaster to bring us into the knowledge of who Jesus Christ was. We are under grace and truth. The revelation of the new covenant. Amen. We made a new agreement, a new covenant came by Jesus Christ. If the commandment were their left, and they all had lamp, it is clear from combining information. From seven scriptures that the lamp represents the human spirit, which enlightens man. The lamp represents human spirit. My God, I want to say tonight: if your life represents the spirit of the Lord, you will see love, kindness, and peace in every mankind. But just listen at the language that man speaks today and say, I know Jesus. All kind of foulness is coming out of their mouth, but they say, I know Jesus. No, 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 no. Let every man be alive, but let God be the truth. My time, amen, is running out on me. Praise the Lord. But I want to tell you, amen, if the Lord delay his coming, I will be back on this subject. Letting you know, amen, that this, amen, five foolish and five wise, amen, is in time prophecy. Where are you standing in the Lord tonight? Where where is your oil there? Where is your life? And is Jesus going to tell you, I never knew you? All that you have been done, I don't know you because your work has been in iniquity. This is Dr. Moore. God bless you. This is Dr. Moore. Amen. Signing off tonight. I love each one of you. Amen. But Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Back into the hands of my announcer. Continue to pray for us. God bless you.
2: That was beautiful coming from Dr. Moore tonight, ladies and gentlemen. That was beautiful coming from Dr. Moore tonight. Absolutely beautiful. Tune in next week. We'll be back. May God richly bless you. Good night, night, everybody. Bye-bye.